Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. This is the Maverick Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Maverick. Today, we are rolling out the red carpet once again. We've got the super talented Paul Lloyd in the house. Welcome to the podcast. Super talented. I love that. Absolutely. Super talented, <laughs> multifaceted. I mean, I could keep going on all night. Oh, please. <laughs> You're like, keep it going. <laughs> Get a Steve Harvey introduction here. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah thank you for, for sharing your time with us. I'm super excited. Before we dive in, for the 1% of the people out there that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> well, like I said, my name's Paul. Uh, I'm a product analyst for a supplemental insurance company. Okay. Um, doesn't really describe what I do. I know, it never does. No, the title never they're, does. They're always just kind of generic. <laughs> um, I do a lot of like automation, uh, programming macros. Uh, I okay. do a lot of robotic software. Um, so I automate processes, stuff like that. Awesome. Do some BI tools, uh, some data analysis. Cool. All kinds of stuff. Very stuff. cool. Let's rewind a little bit and then tell me a little bit about your younger self. What were you like? What were you into? So tell me, you know, were you into sports? Were you into always like super into the books and everything like that? Like what type of kid were you? Uh, a highly unmotivated individual. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. I try to forget about my younger years. It, I was a late bloomer. Okay. It took me a while to really appreciate life and figure out where i was trying to go and so did you get like into that. trouble along the way no, like now i'm a little curious like <laughs> no. all right i didn't know about this side yeah I, uh, I didn't get into too much trouble um you know came from a pretty impoverished area there was trouble all around yeah <laughs> where, where did you grow up always okc uh, or okc what? yeah south okay south okc okay uh, a little bit more east than than where you grew up okay but, uh, but yeah. So tell me a little bit about those challenges. Like what, what type of stuff did you have to grow up with? Uh, no, it's tough. I mean, you had the gangs and the drugs and the drive-bys and all that stuff. I mean, yeah. Uh, my neighbor was shot and killed. You Are you know? serious? Yeah. Like what age were you when that happened? Um, I was probably a teenager. Um, I mean, he was, he was into the gangs into and the stuff gangs. like that. But, uh, okay. Was he like someone you hung out with or just no, somebody just you just knew? No, I just knew him. You know, and he had lived there for some some years, and okay, we were friendly. I mean, we weren't same age, or he was a little older than me. He was a few years older than me. Okay, yeah. wow, yeah, man, that's tough. Yeah, that's crazy. So you were at uh, high school at the time already, or middle school? Um, I might have been high school or middle. It's it's hard to say because I went to the same middle school, high school as that's true. Six through twelve, so yeah. it all kinds of runs together there. But yeah, it might have still been middle school. Okay. He was probably a high school type oh, wow. age thing. Yeah. So like that neighborhood was kind of a dangerous area to be in or what? Yeah, yeah. yeah? It was definitely not the safest. Wasn't you didn't walk you know, at yeah. night by yourself kind of thing. Man. Yeah. So what yeah. did you do to like avoid that and not get in trouble? Uh stayed inside. No. <laughs> <laughs> no come yeah. on. You went outside. Come on. No, yeah. yeah. Uh I um I was into video games and stuff like that. Okay. Um, go visit family, whatever. I, I didn't roam the streets. Okay. So there was never any peer pressure to like hang out with any of the dudes in the gangs no. or anything? No. No. Um, no. I was probably too nerdy. They were like, 
Yeah. They'll just bring our street cred down. <laughs> nice. So probably try to keep me away from that. But we're going to take a little bit of tangent because when the cameras went off here for a little bit, <laughs> you were telling me a little bit about your upcoming and you mentioned that just... You got stabbed just, just you know, casually, just, just casually threw that out there. Slid so. that onto the table. Yeah. <laughs> how did that, how did that happen? You know, how old were you when that happened? I, I think I was probably around 15, 16, something like that. Later years in high school. Um, just one of those things that went the wrong direction. Uh, I seen a group of guys, uh, riding my little brother's bike down the street. They had stole my brother's bike. Okay. And, uh, so I went to confront them. Uh, by myself in nice. the street. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, yeah, never a bad decision to do something like that. So it just uh, ended up, and I ended up at the hospital. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so it wasn't that great of an experience. So was it like pretty severe? Like what? No, no, it was just some stitches, uh, and it was actually my leg. Like I kind of got like impaled in the yeah. leg. Did you ever see these guys again? Or um, I'm sure I did. I mean, yeah. they're. From the neighborhood so okay. sure i did but i didn't have any more altercations or wow. anything like that so before you went to the fancy advanced school like where did you go before that uh bodine elementary have you heard of bodine elementary Just no. that's south side or yeah. yeah south side bodine yeah. elementary yeah what was that like it was fine like i didn't know any different so yeah. i didn't you know no, nothing. Yeah. So how did you, uh, you went to class in SAS, right? Which is right. like incredible school, uh, all yeah. kinds of talented teachers, talented kids. Right. How did you sort of like apply there or what made you go there? How did that work out? It's funny because they took our class, I think it was Webster, like Webster Middle School for okay. like a kind of like an orientation thing to show you, hey, this is where you're going to go. This is your home school. Yeah. And we're walking down the halls and these two guys just start fighting each other, like fist fighting in the middle of the during hallway the tour? during our tour. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't think I should go here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smart thinking. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, I heard about the school. It was still pretty new because I had a uh, change from a fifth year center, I think, when it reopened because okay. it, it was closed down for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then they reopened as a fifth year center and then they changed it to the, the charter school with the application process. So, so you did sort of like the application and everything on yeah. your own. Yeah. Well, I think our teacher like pushed, uh, a few of us with, with the, the stronger grades, uh, okay. to apply, to give us a better opportunity. Okay. So you were like the rock star at Bodine. You were like, yeah, yeah. I was the <laughs> 4.0 every yeah? year. Straight nice. a student. Yeah. Okay. I was back in my. My prime. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What were you uh, into? Like what subjects or like kind of like uh, what did you enjoy? Math? Yeah. Okay. I was definitely into math. I love numbers. I, yeah. like, I like problems that have an answer. <laughs> okay. What did you, because uh, you had like an application like to go yeah. into SAS, right? So like mm -hmm. what did you do to sort of like give yourself a leg up to get in? Um, I mean, uh, it's a full-blown essay, application, interview, all that stuff. They look at your grades. They look at your standardized testing. Okay. And I always was like 99th percentile in all, all the standardized stuff. So Did you speak about sort of like the area that you lived in and the challenges around there or anything like I, that? Or no? I'm not sure. I mean, that was yeah. a long, I'm getting old now. That was a long time <laughs> Come ago. Come on. I'm getting Think about old. it. <laughs> uh, that was like probably 95, 96, right? So, okay. That was a long time ago. I 
I remember being super nervous, like, what happens if I don't get in this school? Yeah, <laughs> like, you're like, I'm going to have to go to this other <laughs> yeah. school yeah. we toured. Yeah. Like, I've been trying to avoid this type of environment. So, yeah. Um, so I, I got in and cool. I was super excited. Awesome. So we would never know what would have happened if you would have went. I'm afraid. To, <laughs> I'm afraid to know. <laughs> you think your life would have took like a different direction if it that would have happened? Probably so. And the reason I say that is I, like I said, I wasn't very motivated in my teenage years. I went through that whole male rebellious yeah. phase where nobody can tell you anything. Okay. You're not doing anything productive kind of thing. It wasn't because of drugs or alcohol or anything like that. I just lacked motivation okay <laughs> and why so, would you say that you lacked the motivation you know was, i don't my home life was probably not ideal and so okay. uh my way of rebelling against okay. expectation and stuff was just to not so you didn't really have like a good role model or anybody no, to, to talk I mean, about I, that kind of stuff you know my father was never a part of my life didn't have any kind of rules or anything at the house we just okay on our own man kind of, so well i think you turned out pretty good for yeah you know? <laughs> I, I met a lot of great people at class and uh, yeah your brother included yeah and, definitely uh, definitely inspired me to do better so cool was there ever a moment when you got there that you sort of like second guessed that decision like did you always felt like you fit in yeah yeah, yeah i definitely fit in a lot better at that school they didn't really discriminate okay against you for whatever group that you wanted to hang out with um, I was pretty malleable, so I hung out with the drama kids, the art kids, the cool. academic kids. Didn't you I? didn't feel like you were like kind of behind the ball compared to some of the other kids that may have gone to a little bit better school or you know, nothing like that? No, I, I think that school definitely prepared me for college. Like College was easier okay. <laughs> cool. than, than our high school because we're in the International Baccalaureate program, which is very strenuous. Um, you had a lot of things that you had to do. And so what is that exactly? Of, you get like a different curriculum you, or it's a different curriculum. You get a different type of diploma if you pass certain exams. Oh really? Um, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like, uh, you're almost taking like college level courses at that point or what? Right. Like yeah. the AP courses, which are typically the more difficult ones were the easy classes for us. Like if really? you, if you couldn't handle IB, you took AP. Little, <laughs> little humble brag right, right there. Right. <laughs> well, you know, cool. So, yeah. Were you into, uh, any sports or you mentioned drama, anything like that during high school? I played, I played basketball. I was on the basketball team. Nice. I waited till my senior year to go out for that. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, usually was ineligible. So I was a practice warrior, you know. Ineligible? Yeah. Why? Um, grades, no credits, truancy, that sort of during thing. During class? <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. I thought yeah. once you got to class and you sort of like straightened up. You would you, think that, wouldn't you? So, no, so you were not like, at all. You were rebelling I, during your, yeah. your, you got into the school, you were so yes. worried about getting into, yes. and then you were slacking. Well, so you're introduced <laughs> like you're a sixth grader, right? So I don't know what age that was, you're like 10, 11, and yeah. you're, you're there with seniors. True. And some of my classes were with upperclassmen and they're not showing up to class or whatever they're you're like if they're not doing so it like, yeah <laughs> right nice. yeah so yeah. okay so was there any a moment or, like were you ever at risk to getting kicked out or because i imagine they have like some I, grades you I have to definitely keep up, right? had some i don't know if i was ever like put on probation or something like, i've definitely had counselors talk to me about <laughs> my credits and Man. my absences and stuff like that so, yeah, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. It's interesting. It's not something I'm just like super <laughs> proud of. Yeah. <laughs> super proud about. And that's interesting too, because if you were hanging out with my brother, there was a lot of pressure on him to probably to do yeah. the right thing and yeah. like good grades yeah. and everything. So yeah. how did you guys sort of meet? And like, how did you guys keep friends when you're over here? Like, right. I don't need to go to school. You right. Know? You know, I we had the same interest. I mean, we're a lot alike uh, personality wise and stuff like that. Okay. Um, he just really applied himself and I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he probably, you know, kept me on the straighter, him and Lee okay. kept me on the straighter path. Yeah. He's the, the acquaintance at, at your work currently, right? Yeah. The, the guy yeah. you kind of, yeah. kind of know. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I met him <laughs> once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. He brought me over there. So did you sort of like have a turning point during your school that you were like, okay, I need to focus so I can go to college. No, 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 I didn't. And, Actually, so I scored really well on my ACT. I I always tested well. SAT was high. Yeah. And uh, I was accepted into OU. But like my first uh, experience with the counselor, they basically lectured me on my GPA and said that, you know, I, I forget the percentage, but a large majority of college students, their GPA drops a point. Oh, wow. And if my GPA dropped a point, I was getting kicked out sort of <laughs> <Jeez>. thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Wait, so you, when you applied to OU, you didn't have the GPA My GPA necessary? was not super strong. No? Um, I got a 30 on my ACT, and so I think that was just, like, basically, like... You're in? Open, yeah, <laughs> open door. Yeah. Um, but I didn't... I did okay my first semester, my freshman year, uh, but I didn't do very well the second semester, and I actually dropped out. Really? Um, I... Had those struggles at home, and so as soon as I graduated from class, and I I moved out on my own uh, that summer, like oh, wow. within like a month, like my first paycheck. Uh, I was working at Walmart. I was uh, stocking groceries. Really? And uh, did you I, have a plan or anything? Or you were just like I'm moving no, out. I was like I gotta go. Like yeah. I gotta wow. I gotta start my life. I gotta get out on my own and, and yeah. see what it's about. And so I was working 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. Man. And that was fine during the summer. I didn't have any other obligations. And then yeah. I was still working there freshman year. And so I would work all night and go to school during the day. And it eventually caught up to me. And uh, I had to make a decision. And I was like, well, I'm living on my own and paying for all my own stuff. So yeah. I have to continue working. So so you never considered sort of moving back home or anything? You're like, no, I, I actually lived with my grandmother um, probably junior and senior year of high school okay. and literally like a month after I moved out she moved out of state oh wow <laughs> and um, going back to my mother's house was an option so yeah I um, I was on my own yeah it took me a while to, to come back around and get back in school and finish undergrad and all that stuff that's interesting yeah because most people would say you know you either take the challenges that you're facing with and you let them break you or you let them make you, right? So, like, what was the driver behind that? Like, you know, a lot of people would have said, you know, if I'm in that situation, maybe I would have just gave up or whatever, right? right? Well, I had a son very young. I was 20, I think I turned 21, and then three weeks to that day, uh, my son was born. Okay. And so trying to provide for him and give him a better starting spot than, than the one I had, I think kind of woke me up. Okay. Uh, and this was when you had already dropped out and, yeah. and you had your son? Yeah. 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 I decided to go back to school and finish my degree and all that stuff. Okay. So. How did you sort of figure that out? Because 
like then again, you have one more thing that you, you right. know, most people would have been like, right. this is too hard. I can't do it. All right. Well, I felt like I was wasting my potential and I knew I had a lot more to offer and, and I just grew up, I guess. Yeah. Maturity finally hit me. I was like, all right, it's time. <laughs> how'd you juggle the, the working at night or did you find another job um, or how'd you? So I did, I, I worked at a hospital in the OR in the surgery department. Okay. I sterilized the equipment, the, the tools and stuff. Yeah. And there was a lot of downtime. You, wait for the surgery to be done before your job. Okay. So they worked with me with my schedule um, and I had plenty of time to, to work on school. And so cool. that uh, job got me through college. Oh, so yeah. you did that throughout the whole college? The whole time, yeah. Okay. I ended up spending about 10 years at that, really? at that hospital. Oh, yeah. wow. Even after or I graduated because I got a BBA in economics and I uh-huh. didn't know what to do with it. I knew I wanted to be a businessman, whatever that might entail. That was my next question. Like, what was the plan? Like, okay, you got into college, you dropped out, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to go back. But like, what was the end goal, right? Like, you were going to college, but why were you going to college? I wanted to make money. (laughs) (laughs) I like that saying. I can identify with that. I wanted to make money. I just had this vision in my head of of what that would look like, and I I wanted to wear like a suit and tie. That was like it. Yeah. Yeah, and I had no idea what that meant. Well, Most people don't know that the people wearing the suit and ties work for guys wearing t-shirts exactly, and shorts, right? Exactly. Yeah. I didn't learn that <laughs> till later in life, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you want to be a businessman, so you chose yeah, business, economics? Businessman, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was broad. I didn't really want to be an accountant or okay. um, any of the more specific roads. So I, I thought economics was pretty broad and I, I could okay. touch all of them, but downside was it was pretty broad and nobody really wants an economist yeah yeah so you never uh had any internship opportunities or anything like that no i i didn't and it took me a little while i actually the director of surgery approached me one day and asked me if i was interested in working for her husband as a landman okay um she thought my skill set would would go well and I, How did she even know? Because at the time you said you were like cleaning tools or whatever, well, right? I mean, like, she was still my boss and she knew, you know, I was going to college and that I graduated and all that stuff. And she knew what my interests were. Like we were, okay. we were close. We had a good relationship. Cool. And, uh, she introduced me to her husband. Uh, her husband was looking for somebody to build like an access database, like this big thing yeah. that tracked mineral owners and landowners and all that stuff. Cool. Like, do you think you can do this? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. I <laughs> awesome. never touched access in my life. No, no. no. <laughs> and so he hired me uh, that day, and then I started to work for him, and I built the access database, and he was so impressed because he had hired a couple people prior to me, and they, they just failed? couldn't do it. Yeah, Really? And so he was pleased with what I did, and he said, well, how would you like to learn title? I was like, I would love to learn title. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> so he taught me to run title, and then shortly after that, um he bought this like cartography program okay um and asked if i could learn to to make the the pipeline maps and the, the i mean a little like aubrey that. mcclendon in the making Man, here i, I mean, was <laughs> i was on that track you were this close i was on that track <laughs> yeah uh, we made really good money but it was it was very cyclical yeah um, definitely when i first hired there was probably about 15 employees and when i left there was like four wow um, okay i I was lucky because I was able to do everything. I could make the maps. I could run the title. I could do whatever. So yeah. 
So that was definitely a benefit. How'd you do the whole access if you've never done a database or anything where it's just like a lot of Googling? A lot of or? Google. Google yeah. is your best friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just learned on the fly. Okay. Yeah. Did you find that anything that you did in college would apply at all to what you were doing or not really? No. No, no it wasn't. No. Okay. No. I wish I would have. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you did that for how long? Uh, it's probably about three years at the at the brokerage. Okay. And then you said, okay, this is too volatile. I see people yeah. like, yeah. I got to do something else right. at that point. Is that yeah. how, kind of how it worked out? Just about every day that I went in, I was wondering if I was going to get laid off. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. The, there was no benefits. You're an independent contractor. So okay. uh, you made a good check, but you needed to pay for other things. You need to pay your taxes and <laughs> man and so like it was that. like straight like 1099 you're on your own yeah. type thing yeah no benefits health insurance nothing nothing nothing, okay. nothing at all yeah so uh and then my buddy lee told me about this contract services job yeah uh and i applied and luckily they they gave me an opportunity so cool. I switched. we were talking about that the other night and i always assumed that you guys were uh is it actuators? Is that what it's called? Actuaries. Actuaries. Yeah. Right. No. I, I assume that that's what you guys did because you know your background in school right. and, and math right. and numbers and stuff. But it turns out that's not what you do at no, all, right? It's not. It's <laughs> funny though because in high school, you know, they make you take the little questionnaire thing to see what you'd be yeah. destined to do. And I got actuary every time I took you that. Did? Yeah. And that's I had funny. no idea what that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, no I still don't know what it, I mean, <laughs> right. I guess they tried to predict like uh, statistically, like where it would be beneficial for like right. life insurance type. Right. Yeah. I calculate risk and, yeah. and stuff like that and do a lot of pricing for, okay. for that type of product. But so actually when I graduated and I wasn't getting any traction with the economics degree, I actually went back to school and took some actuary classes. Oh, you did? I did. Okay. I was thinking, all right, well, maybe I was destined to be an actuary. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the oil and gas thing came up and, and okay. I, I let that go. Got it. So, so tell me now your current role, it sounds like almost like you're doing more computer programming, right? I like, am. I'm doing a lot of programming and that's not really my background. I, I was not ever into. I mean, computer you built science. a database I from did. scratch. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. But that yeah. was just pure luck, you know. Yeah. what I mean? So it's been good. I've I've got a lot of exposure to a lot of dif uh, different things. So. Yeah. Do you enjoy sort of the the problem solving? I mean, I'm, I'm, if you're if you enjoy numbers, like it's probably right up your alley. I, I right? like the numbers. I like to logic my way through things. Um, okay. I like doing puzzles and like. Some of the stuff is just like a big puzzle, and you know what I mean? Yeah. So you just got to find the right code to do what you want. Got it. And you said your official title is what? Remind me again? I believe it's a product analyst. Product analyst. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that wouldn't put those two and two no, together not because at all. what you describe what you're doing is definitely like programming. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now you're working on a master's, right? I am. Yeah. I'm getting close to being done i'll, I'll graduate in december so very I'll cool get my mba congratulations yeah thank well, well congratulate me when i'm done <laughs> i mean you're, you're close right <laughs> i am what yeah. was the uh, the motivation there behind that i i really think it was a midlife crisis i have no yeah? idea <laughs> I, mean, I, I would have bought a sports car or something <laughs> right. like that but i hey. wish i was more yeah. flamboyant in that uh way but no i yeah. i just kind of felt like i again was not reaching my full potential and yeah. uh, I wanted to to prove to myself that I could be more than I had been 
All right. So now you're working on your master's, right? So tell me a little bit of what the focus is and also what was the driver behind that decision to, to say, hey, I'm going to go back to school. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I didn't have to choose like a, a path of study. Like I didn't have to have a focus in like finance or, oh, okay. or anything like that. I did a general MBA doing a hundred percent online for, for working professionals. Awesome. You were telling me that uh, when you take your test, you have to like pick up the webcam yeah, and go around kinda, the room. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then there's a person on a webcam that's just like just watching, watching you. you take a test. <laughs> yeah. How, how's that experience? Like, do they talk to you at all? Like what? not, uh, not after like they walk you through uh, the requirements and all that stuff, but yeah, it's, it's a little odd. And their camera is off. Their camera's off. And I, your camera's on. Yeah. I've that's never, I've never too. seen the person. You yeah. know what I mean? I have no idea. There's just like this are, voice. Where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. this magic voice. Yeah. Did you enjoy doing that? Like, do you think that it's probably like self-paced, right? It's so we do like eight week blocks. So you take two or three classes every eight weeks okay. and it's just bang, 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 bang. There's no real like intercessions. Got it. Um, there was a little bit of a break for Christmas uh, and I traveled, so I didn't really get much of a break, but it's, it's a grind. It's a, it's a yeah. very much a grind. Yeah. So what were the other challenges that you faced during your whole time of trying to like make things happen in college, you know, work a job, you have a son, like what else were you facing at the time? Uh, a lot of struggles, a lot of, a lot of issues. Um, didn't have a whole lot of money. It's hard to take care of a kid. Um, yeah. His mother and I didn't stay together very long at all. Um, so I was doing the single parent thing. Didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Especially uh, at that age. I mean, you were young. I you was know? barely able to take care of myself. Yeah. Um, I actually moved back into that same neighborhood later on. Okay. Uh, on my own after my grandmother passed. Um st- same neighborhood it didn't change wow uh my my door got kicked in twice and everything i owned got stolen Jeez. <laughs> and your son was living with you at the time or he was neither yeah. one of us were home either time so okay there was no uh danger there just yeah. all of our stuff was gone <laughs> wow so at what point did sort of things start getting better for you was it after that oil and gas job that you had or like yeah, what? I mean, before that, I, I think working at the hospital, I was there such a long time that, you know, that they raised me, Yeah, you know, I grew up and realized there were other things and other ways to go and moved out of the hood. And yeah. Do you think that they knew about like all the struggles and stuff? You're, they probably just like saw so. you at work yeah. and you're like super happy, like right. having a great day. <laughs> right. They're probably like, this is just a normal college kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's not something you just bring up in casual conversation. You don't say, Hey, by the way, my childhood sucked. <laughs> I got, or I, I got stabbed. Right. Or I got something. stabbed. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't come up in just normal conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Another thing that I know about you is that you uh, like to travel, right? I do. I do. So you went to Germany? I did. We, yeah. I took my whole family to Germany this past Christmas. Um, awesome. I have um, two really good friends that just moved uh, in August to Germany. And, okay. And they said they'd host. And cool. They were magnificent, allowed me to come stay for like 10 days or something like that, seven awesome. or 10 days. And in high school, you studied German, right? I did. I, I studied for about... Uh, probably about seven years. So uh, I was 
probably almost fluent at one time. It's a lot more rusty now, but I didn't yeah. have any issues when I was over there. Growing cool. up in the South Side, I would have thought that you would have went with Spanish you would or think something that. like you would that. Think that. Yeah. yeah, I I was dumb as a kid. I was like, German's probably really close to English. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, I'll just take that one. It'll probably be easier. Okay. Um, I was just wrong. <laughs> so what was it, uh, you know, being in Germany and were you able to speak with them? Like you felt like yeah. comfortable? Everything was great? Everything was great once I got over there. Um my experience there was amazing. Getting over there was awful. I oh, had really? a horrible experience traveling. What, what it happened? Was really, really <laughs> bad. Um, so we had issues like getting my son's passport and stuff, which you know that's just kind of typical stuff. But we were actually flying out of Dallas, and so when we drove down to Dallas, about halfway there, we got an email saying our flight got uh, postponed. Oh man! And we weren't going to make our connection, and so they were going to reschedule our connection and all this stuff. And um, They found us a different flight that had like a nine-hour layover in London, and we're taking, a, I think, a two-year-old at the time, and we're like, we can't sit in the London airport after flying across the Atlantic yeah, for nine definitely. hours. And so we're on the phone with, with the airline, like trying to figure out what our other options are. And we spend like hours on the phone and we get down to Dallas and we have to detour to your brother's house. And we're sitting at your brother's house, like calling the airport, trying to figure out what to do. And we finally come to agreement to just fly into a different city in Germany that was kind of like equidistant to where we were trying to end up anyway. Okay. And so we got that all sorted and then we go to the airport and our um, ticket kiosk thing wouldn't give us our our tickets awesome and so we had to stand in the line this big old line and they're they're taking people from behind us and like it takes hours to get to the front desk and yeah. they're like completely confused we don't have a ticket um to london we just have one to, from london to germany now they they completely screwed up our stuff and get into some like Verbal altercations with the with the in German or English? no? This is English because it's still <laughs> Dallas. Oh, okay, and uh, having a really bad time, and we're there like literally all day, um, and it's like eight or nine o'clock at night at this point, and they get us a hotel to go stay in, and we're gonna fly out the next day um, direct to Frankfurt instead, yeah. and it's like cool, and they they walk us down to the shuttle area shuttle take us to the hotel and tell us to wait there and waiting there for maybe like an hour uh and like this older gentleman who didn't speak english at all he has the same like hotel voucher and stuff comes up to me and he's like asking me questions and you're like i don't know i couldn't really i speak german i couldn't really uh <laughs> communicate with them really well but he was like well can i use your phone basically and i'm like i don't <laughs> i don't want to let a stranger use my phone but i i let him use my cell phone and he calls uh, i guess his family member to try and let them know that uh he's not going to make it yeah and um so finally the shuttle comes and it's full there's like two seats and i'm a family of four and there was the older gentleman and there was another lady who had been there two hours she said she was there before us and and that guy walks up and he's like i only have two seats you have to figure it out that's awesome and i was like what do you mean <laughs> customer and service I like, ah, got yeah. and i was having a horrible day so i'm frustrated and 
and I'm going back and forth with him, and I was like, well, she's going to get on, and, and this older gentleman doesn't speak English, so you got to take him, yeah. and uh, when are you going to be back? Because we are standing outside with the two-year-old uh, waiting for the shuttle, and he's like, I don't know, I've been busy. Wow. And so <laughs> I'm usually really restrained, calm, easygoing guy. No, I was not and at that moment. And I'm getting into it with him, and he said he's gonna call the police on me and all this stuff. Oh wow! I was so like, I wasn't like, even I wasn't threatening him or anything like that. It's just we some uh, choice words were exchanged between the two of us. <laughs> yeah. And so he leaves. We go back in, and I call your brother to come pick me up and take me to the hotel instead. Um. And so we try to settle down at the hotel and sleep and all that stuff. And I wake up. And I have a voicemail from the Dallas Fort Worth police. And I'm like, how do they? They reported you or something? I was like, how or? do they know me? Like, how yeah. do they have my number? <laughs> you know? Oh, no. I'm like, what's going on here? And so I push play on the message. And they're like, we're contacting you because you were the last known contact of a missing person. No and way. His name was such and such. And the elderly gentleman, I guess, was reported missing. Okay. And, and they had... I thought you were about to tell me the guy it. that you had the no, altercation no, no, no. with. No, 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 I was like, well, that, that was my first thought, You might too. want to cut the video here. I don't want to be <laughs> no, a witness no, here. No, Well, I thought I was like a suspect for a murder crime at that point because mm. I was like, okay, this guy's gone, and I was the last person to see him, so yeah. that's not good. Um, so I actually, I called them back, and they were like, well, we had a shift change since then. I only vaguely know what you're talking about. We'll just call you back if we have any more questions okay. for you. I was like, okay, I'm going to Germany for the next <laughs> like two wow. weeks, but but I never heard from them again. But that was that was bad. Um, and then it took us a while to get on the airplane the next day too. We had more issues because we had checked in the night before, and so there was confusions and okay. the COVID tests weren't good anymore because Jeez. the baby wasn't vaccinated. She's too young, and they only last like 24 hours and stuff like that. So yeah. We had all those issues. Finally, get on the airplane. We're going. It's good. We're on the airplane probably about, I would say about two hours out from landing in Frankfurt, and the baby finally falls asleep. She's been up the whole time. She was pretty good. <laughs> Wasn't bothering anybody or anything like that. She finally falls asleep, and then about an hour before we're due to land, the uh, the cabin lights come on, uh, the gas masks deploy, oh, wow. uh, all the TV shut off and everything, and so everybody's kind of like, What's going freaking on? Freaking out a little bit. And <laughs> yeah. so we're like trying to put the mask on the baby and she's like not having it because she was asleep. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what are you doing? Why is this going on my face? Was there like turbulence or something? Or like no, what happened? There was nothing no? like that. And the, and the pilot comes on and he doesn't really explain what's going on. Um, but he's like, you know, don't worry about it. There's nothing really wrong. But yeah. I guess we weren't pressurized the same anymore. Okay. with the oxygen don't worry like, about it but put on yeah, your mask no no <laughs> well we had to fly at a lower altitude he said we're gonna have to drop to lower altitude because the cabin's not pressurized like it was okay. and we may or may not have enough fuel to to get to frankfurt he said that over yeah, the intercom yeah that's and, awesome and he was like so we may have to emergency divert to london of all places we thought we were actually going to avoid yeah. um but we made it uh we made it straight to frankfurt wow and the trip was great <laughs> amazing after that yeah it, what it, were your thoughts when you heard that announcement and all this stuff what's going I, wrong with the plane i was thinking this is a fitting way to go like i've had a really bad <laughs> last you 48 were like, hours i was like <laughs> this makes sense yeah yeah man 
that sounds horrible. But walk me through some of the cool experiences once you got there. Like, what are the cool things to do in Germany? What are the the good things to eat? Right? Because I don't know anything about their food or anything. Yeah, the food uh, schnitzel is the thing. It's okay. like a I don't even know what like a deep fried chicken or yeah. something. And that was good. I mean, you know, they had French fries. Um, when I think Germany, I always think beer. Like yeah, that's like we had <laughs> we had beer. Um, definitely lots of beer. Beer's good, uh, and it was cheap. Yeah, it wasn't very expensive. So, what's the the cool things to do? Like, did you have like something lined out, like places you want to hit up? Not or? really. I'm I'm not a big like I love traveling, but I'm not a big like tourist guy. Okay. Like going to the big tourist spots with a million people to yeah. wait in line to take a picture of a thing like that's not my thing i just liked walking the neighborhoods or okay um going in the grocery store and seeing the different things that they have there so you just kind of want to walk around like a local yeah i tried to stay local and and we went during christmas so they have the christmas markets they're very famous for the christmas markets and so they're like kind of like a little medieval fair just in the city square that you walk to and they have their little kiosks with the different artistic things and trinkets and food and and that was real fun Awesome. Did you uh, use your, your German like from I high did. school? Like, I did. I, yeah. I felt like I um, did well. I, I didn't ever feel out of place or That's awesome. I could never not communicate what I needed. I did yeah. have one issue at a historical museum. I, I walked to the historical museum by myself. Um, I think the other people went to the Nutcracker or something like that. And I was okay. like, I don't really want to go to the Nutcracker. <laughs> yeah. So, and it was like 20 degrees outside. It was like Freezing. between like 20 to 30 degrees the entire time we were there. Wow. It's like dead of winter and it's cold yeah. there. But uh, so I was like all bundled up. I had my, my coat and my, my scarf and my cap and my clothes. And I had all this stuff. And I walk into the history museum and it's like 100 degrees in there. It's oh, like no. so hot. <laughs> and so I'm like derobing. I'm like taking off all my gloves and my cap and everything and take my scarf off and I didn't really know what to do with it and so like I kind of wrapped it around my arm and I was carrying it and um, this elderly German lady walks up to me and she's like mad oh really she's like uh take that off your arm and she was only speaking German and but you um, understood like I did I understood what she was saying but I didn't know why yeah and I'm still a little unclear on why (laughs) yeah but uh she was like no you have to take that off your arm I was like okay that's weird and so like I just hung it around my neck and yeah. continue walking through like it's like a Nazi museum and all this stuff and I'm like googling like why can't I put my scarf on my arm? and apparently some people can take it as like a neo-Nazi oh, really? symbol like having like, it wrapped I guess, around I have no idea Interesting. I have no idea but I mean obviously not my intention <laughs> at all yeah but I'm like holy cow like I just committed not, this cultural yeah not a good <laughs> way to start your yeah, trip there but no yeah kidding. wow but, so yeah, <laughs> some of that stuff you don't really know, like cultural norms or anything like that. Oh. So, do you like prep at all when you're about to like go to I your travel? Or, I didn't, no? and so I'm tr- I'm actually flying out next Thursday, a week from today, to okay. um to India to study India. abroad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing a study tour with my MBA program. Awesome. And uh, you better Google like any like stuff you try to avoid. I know. Like, I, know <laughs> I know. That especially from that last. Uh, experience yeah, i'm you're like super prepared. nervous about <laughs> what not to do while over there yeah so. so is this this is part of your master's program yeah, it's part of my to, master's to go program. to india yeah, yeah explain that 
I don't really, <laughs> I don't even really know. I just love traveling so much, and uh, I think a professor just sent out an email looking for students, and he's okay. like, "You interested in this?" I'm like, "Yes, I'm interested in this." So <laughs> it's not like part of the curriculum, not or anything normally. Like that, I, no? I think the credits that you get are elective credits. Um, okay, you could have gotten them elsewhere, but okay. it's like ten days in India. That's awesome. Um, most of it's stipend through the so through the school. So okay. And you're just going, just you, you're, you're only me, going? Or, I, me yeah. and, well, 10 other students. Okay. As far as my family goes, yeah, it's just going to be me. Cool. Do you know, do they have any, like, plans, like, places you're going to check out or anything like that? So. I believe so. I, I think the agenda is a little bit um, not set in stone. I think it can deviate okay. a little bit, but they do have plans, like, there's, like, a tiger safari, like, there's all kinds of just crazy cool things, like a tea plantation. and Okay. All yeah. kinds of fun stuff. It's not um, sc- school as much. It's just like experiencing the culture and stuff. Yeah. I bet the food's going to be amazing. Like I would be in heaven. Like Yeah. The <laughs> with food's the really food. good. I, yeah. I like Indian cuisine. Um, it usually just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to be careful when they say it's not spicy. It's oh, probably man. is going to be it's spicy. light but... me up. Yeah. I'm super, <laughs> that's the only thing I'm really, truly concerned about is the, the food. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be okay. And the water. Yeah, I mean, if if you like did good in Germany, I would imagine India would be a little bit easier. But that's just be. Uh, no. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what did you eat in Germany? Like, what was like? It was basically normal stuff. Yeah, um, we went to a really nice restaurant, and I had like tortellini. Oh, uh, okay. So you didn't stuff. do so like the traditional. No. I I did like the schnitzels yeah. and stuff, but okay, it, I didn't think it was that much different. Got it. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. What are some of your other hobbies besides traveling? Like, what other stuff do you like to do? Um, before my MBA program, when I actually had hobbies. <laughs> when you had free time? Yeah, when I had time. I, I, besides traveling, I played soccer a lot. I played okay. soccer for a long time, indoor soccer. Cool. Um, I like sports in general. I like to play basketball. Done volleyball for a summer. That sort of thing. I like to be active. I like to hike. Okay. Uh, I read recreationally sometimes you've done like hikes where you go like uh actual like hill climbing mountain climbing stuff like that i mean not not any like big like rocky mountain or anything like that i haven't done that i'm not opposed to it i just haven't fallen into the right group to go but okay uh, just like camping like tent sleep in a tent sort of thing there's a real cool uh documentary on netflix i forget what it's called but it's about Somebody that does mountain climbing. It's a crazy story. I, I wish I could remember the, the name <laughs> of it, but you need to check it out. Like yeah. the dude like has an amazing story. Like really, he like the training and everything that he does is just oh, incredible. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's a lot of cardio, and especially at altitude and stuff. Like you just breathe different. So yeah, I, I wish I was better at that, but I just you know I feel like I need to get in shape before I could even try uh, to attempt that's that. That's not true. No, <laughs> no, just jump on in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's when you see like all the people that like pass away trying to like right, mountain right. climb and everything. <laughs> I think most of the people are like experienced, and they just got a little too uh, aggressive, too confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are some of the other goals that you have as far as your career? Because you know now it seems like you you got everything ironed out. You're you're doing masters. You know you're you're do, doing well in your career. Like, what do you want to do as far as like that? You know, I'm, I don't have any particular set goal in mind. You just really never know what door is going to open. You just got to be ready to walk through it. Yeah. Right? Um, 
I would like to explore my leadership skills a little bit more. Okay. Um, but other than that, like I, I like my day to day. I like my job. I, I do want to retire early. So that's, we were talking that's about a primary that. focus. Yeah. I want to get yeah. out. You want to retire and then you want to like move abroad. I do. I right? would love. So I did a study abroad program for undergrad too when I was at OU and uh -huh. we went to France for like a month. Okay. I just absolutely fell in love with the country. Yeah. And I'd like to, I'd like to finish there. Yeah. Okay. Southern cool. France probably. What's so cool about it? Like just, I don't know, the, just the culture of it all. Like just driving by the vineyards and stuff and like just having the wine. Okay. Cheap wine. But not espresso like, in the morning. Not like Italy or anything like that. You, you want know, to be I haven't France. done Italy. Um, I just really liked France. I I think the language is beautiful. Okay. Just the culture of, you know, walking home after work and stopping by the grocery store. You yeah. buy just for that night. Picking up a baguette on your the bicycle. baguettes are amazing. <laughs> yeah, they have patisseries on every corner. Mm -hmm. um, no, that's my vibe. What about the language though? Or, or, or I, I don't. Are you good with with French too? Or? I've never taken French. Okay. And I knew enough to get by while I was there. So that's okay. something that I'll have to work on. I would say I, I French is a little bit closer to Spanish, probably. Right. So well, they're both romantic, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I think you can do like really strong immersion programs, and I think you'll learn quicker there okay. than probably just trying to self-teach here. Um, I think some of them are a little bit expensive, but I think they're worth it. Like you learn so much yeah. so quickly. Cool. Yeah. So pie in the sky, let's say you end up in France. Like, what do you want to be doing there? Or you just want to just enjoy the food, enjoy, enjoy the wineries, enjoy the food, enjoy the wine. The wine is so good. Um, travel around. Once you're there, you know, yeah. Europe is easily accessible. Um, you can go wherever, uh, Switzerland, Spain, all that stuff go back to Germany. Yeah. Uh, just the freedom to, to see all that you can see that the history is amazing. The architecture, um, just the whole ambiance of that. I think I would never be bored yeah. for the rest of my time. So. Yeah, definitely. What's the weather like? Do they have like all seasons and everything? It does. Not? It depends. Um, it depends. So there's a, I think it's called Brittany, France. That's in the Northern part. That is more like a Celtic, Okay. ancestry there and they speak a lot more english there but i think it's more of an england um climate as far as like a little bit more rainy and stuff like that okay um the southern part i believe would be a little bit more warm and like you know nice and and down by like marseille and stuff like that i think it's yeah. a nicer climate very cool I think right now you don't really do much social media at all, right? So zero. Yeah, essentially <laughs> if you zero. go like abroad, yeah. like you'll definitely be off the radar. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like we may not ever hear right. about you again. I'm going to be a different <laughs> type of off the grid. Yeah. 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 Is that kind of the intent? You just want to just be off the grid? And I, I just think life is simpler that way. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think the some of the social media stuff is just uh, like a net negative for me at least. Yeah. And I'm just like. How do you keep up with up. sports and everything? Because I know you're a big sports guy. Well, like I'm a season ticket holder for the Thunder, so okay. I just go in person, yeah. you know, and watch those. Um, I'll watch it on TV. Some uh, prefer to go like hang out with friends and watch sure. OU games and stuff like that. But like as far as like keeping up with new players or like yeah, people I'll, up and coming, like I'll, how do you do I'll that? I'll read like ESPN and stuff like that. I, okay. I did follow Twitter there for a while. I had Twitter and that was okay. my news outlet. Yeah. Uh, once I started the NBA program, I needed to 
completely cut some yeah, stuff out so yeah. I gotta have more time. But Okay. So I dropped Twitter. I, I don't have anything specifically against Twitter. We'll see what Elon Musk does with it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I'm kinda I, excited about it. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about it. I am just to see what it will be. And a lot of people have some negative things to say about Elon. Yeah. I've always been a fan Me too. Of, of his innovation and and his daring and just yeah. his entrepreneurship. Like A lot of people criticize him, right? Because he's like supposed to be doing good for the world. He's, you know, doing electric cars and everything. Right. But everybody always says, but his rockets kind of like defeat the purpose, right? That's but what, I, I think like he's the only guy that's trying something, right? I'm all about, yeah. I love astronomy I love the thought of exploring other planets and yeah. getting out in the space. Like if you could have asked me as a child, like what would your dream job be? It would be an astronaut. Really? Like I would have loved to be an astronaut. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't smart enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I'm just but, thinking like if something does happen to this world, you know, and if we're not trying, like where else could we go? Right. Like he, he's, he's, I guess, big Mars guy. Right. right like right, that's where we would go. Right. And him is like, and maybe I guess Bezos is kind of right. trying it, but yeah. I think he's a little bit more aggressive. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think we need that. Like I'm, I'm a fan of that. I, some people think it's, you know, wasting finances and stuff like that, but yeah, you got to start somewhere. You got to, you got to take some risk. You got to have a jump off point. And, yeah. And so I'm excited for it. Yeah. His story is really cool too. I don't know how much you know about him, but uh, like every business, every startup that he's done, He's taken the money after the sale and like has been all in into his next business, right? right. So right. he started PayPal, sold that, right. you know, started uh, purchased Tesla. He was on the brink of like going bankrupt right. many times, right? Right. right? Just imagine like dealing with like the automobile industry and people telling you you're never gonna make it, yeah. and then all of a sudden he's gonna do like SpaceX, right? Right. right. And then as a side gig. You're going to buy a Twitter, right? It's such a <laughs> like diverse portfolio. That guy's man. like, how does he do it? You know? I don't know. I, I find it impressive. Yeah. I think what one of the cool things that he's going to do is like make Twitter open source. So the algorithm and everything, right. he wants to do it like open source. What are your thoughts about that? You think that's going to be good or bad? <laughs> you have to wait and see, I think. I don't know. I mean, Ideally, you always think these things are going to be great and that's going to change a thing and this is going to be for the better. And then yeah. it turns out worse. So yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, it might be give, given a little bit of insight of maybe like how they were doing advertising, you know, how were they like surfacing some of the accounts versus others, right? Like I think it's going to be interesting if he does do open source. And then the other thing that he wants to do is to make it where it's like free speech, right? Like. Right. So, right. of course, everybody's that thinking that. That can be bad, too, though. That can be bad, <laughs> so, too. If, I don't know. Trump has already said he's not coming back. Uh, right? But his whole, like, truth social yeah, but that whole, isn't going too yeah, high. That yeah. whole era just changed things. Like, yeah. you don't have to be truthful anymore. That's <laughs> I mean, true. Yeah. Know? So, uh, yeah. It's got its good and bad. Because everybody has a platform, right? Yeah. Literally everybody. Not everybody deserves a platform probably. right so. right yeah I, I don't know it's gonna be interesting i mean i'm definitely rooting for him right yeah. like i hope that everything that he's sort of envisioned works out especially when it comes with like you know tesla spacex like all those oh and we for, also forgot uh 
He's doing like the uh, satellite internet, right? Oh, right. He's doing yeah. that. Yeah. He's also doing uh, solar panels for right. your house. Right. Right. Oh, the boring company. The boring company. Right. Didn't even touch the boring company. <laughs> Man, yeah. He's doing so many things. I Got forget his about hands it. in so many things. I don't know how he keeps track of all. Yeah. He must have strong people around him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when he sleeps, but uh, he's definitely doing cool things. Did you ever think uh, you wanted to do that? I mean, and you, you said you wanted to be a business guy. Did you ever want to be an entrepreneur at all? Yeah, and I, I think about it from time to time. Um, I just don't know where to start, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, put all of that eggs in one basket kind of thing is yeah. scary, you know what I mean? It is, <laughs> but if you're working on something that you're passionate about, right. you know? Well, that's my thing. I don't have a passion. You, you don't <laughs> you know, think there's anything? I don't, that, I don't know what it is that would get me up every day and be like, yeah. I have to do this you know okay I mean? i'm more of a work to live kind of guy it's just a means to an end yeah uh i definitely want the work-life balance i don't want to be tethered to everybody the job. says if money didn't matter what would you do right so what would you do see the world somehow <laughs> okay so yeah. travel yeah, yeah. okay I, I just really enjoy experiencing the different cultures and seeing the different things like the world has so much to offer um, not everybody gets to leave Oklahoma to see yeah. all the different things, but there's just so many amazing things. Awesome. What are some of the other places that you sort of have lined out that you want to travel to? So I have a list. Um, there's a couple of places in Southern France I want to spend quite a bit of time in just to make sure this is where I want to end up. Yeah. Um, there are some places in Italy that I want to see. Um, Iceland has always been high on my list. Really? Oddly enough, yeah. What are you Even when I was a kid. What are you going to do in Iceland? Iceland has everything. They have the black sand beaches. They have geysers, volcanoes. Uh, like okay. It's just a beautiful I guess when country. I hear Iceland, I just hear cold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's that cold. Like Greenland's the cold one, True. ironically yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. I guess there would be a lot of cool like nature maybe yeah, too. Yeah, right? on nature. I love it. Yeah. I love nature. I love animals. I like being out the do- outdoors when it's clean and yeah and and green and beautiful so cool one thing i always ask the uh guests is to tell me something about themselves that most people don't know about them (sighs) so i'm gonna put you on the spot here on the spot so i have a story if we have time let's do it yeah okay so it's kind of a long story i think it's kind of unique you let me know let me know if you've heard anything (laughs) like this before all right So, so like on a wednesday night um my I wouldn't say it was my stomach, like my abdominal area was feeling bad. Like I had this acute pain and just a general uncomfortableness. Yeah. And uh, just this is as a kid or I was an adult. I was, it was probably, I was probably like 30 okay, or something, some, somewhere in that range. Okay. And so I'm having a lot of discomfort and I don't know what's going on and never felt anything like it before. And I was like, I have no idea what, what's going on here. Yeah. And it just kind of like migrated to like the small of my back. Oh, and wow. I was like, I don't know how that happens. You and this I mean? is like middle of the night or um, progressive. So that several was days? like a, that was a couple of days at that point. I know. So for instance, I know I played indoor soccer uh, that Thursday. Okay. And so I remember, you know, laboring up and down the field. Like I was yeah. like holding my back, like, like Jeez. running. There's no, <laughs> I should not have been on that field. Yeah, uh, I scored a goal. Nice. And <laughs> couldn't even really celebrate because I was feeling awful. Like I yeah. was feeling really, really bad. Um, you know, 
after that soccer game, a couple more days went by and it's not going away and it's just getting worse. And it's just like, I'm almost bedridden. Yeah. Uh, my brother comes over that weekend cause I used to cut his hair and, uh, he was coming to get, you know, that fade. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm like hunched over, like doubled over, like just cutting his hair. And he's like, bro, you need to go to the <laughs> ER. <laughs> uh, he's like, you don't even look good. Like your color is like, yeah, leaving you like looking stuff. pale. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, and man. he's like, you're, you look like you're in bad shape. And I was like, I feel like I'm in bad shape. And I was actually supposed to fly out, I think that Monday to, to New York. Jeez. Uh, and I was <laughs> like, yeah, I can't get on an airplane in this condition. Yeah. And so I think I may have either still worked at the hospital or I'd left the hospital. And so I was like, I'll just go up there to the ER. I'm comfortable with them and, okay. and talk to them. And so I, I go in there and the ER doc is like pushing on my stomach and like mm -hmm. my appendix and stuff. And he's like, does this hurt any worse? Does this hurt? Like, no, no. <laughs> that's still the same. And he's like, all right, jump up and down. So I'm like jumping up and down. He's like, okay. Maybe you just got some kind of weird indigestion or something like, yeah. like for like five days. I don't doesn't know. Doesn't sound likely. He's like, uh, <laughs> I'll write you a script and come back in two days if it doesn't go away. I'm like, okay. And so like I leave his office and I kind of like U-turn and I walk back to the surgery department because that's where I, I worked and I trusted some surgeons there. And I was like, I'm yeah. just going to talk to them and tell them what's going on. So I tell the surgeon there what's going on. And I was like, I don't think it's indigestion. I think there's something really wrong right. with me. Especially if it like migrated, <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, I yeah. have something really weird's going on. I never felt like this in my life. And he's like, okay, I'll call upstairs and get you like, a, I don't know if it was like a ultrasound or something. Like they looked yeah. at my insides. Um, and so I went back down and, and sat in the ER waiting on those results. And the ER doctor comes in and he's like, all right, got some good news and some bad news. Oh no, that's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic doctor yeah. speak. Yeah. And so Did you ask for the good or the bad <laughs> first? What'd you go with? I think I asked for the good news. Uh he said, I know what's wrong with you now. Um, your appendix ruptured and it like flipped up into your back. Jeez. And it's just like hanging out there and like yeah. the the nasty stuff is just pulled in that one little area. Luckily, because if it would have spread, I would have been even <laughs> wow. worse yeah but uh he's like but we gotta go to surgery and get that cut out wow and so i didn't actually get to go to new york uh that next week because i was in the hospital but jeez yeah but like, you never felt the pain or anything like it, i mean it hurt but i didn't but think, not like, not like i didn't <laughs> i didn't think my organ had ruptured and was just hanging out inside me yeah. like i played soccer i scored a goal Man. with a ruptured appendix so that's crazy i think that's pretty rare story <laughs> i don't think very many yeah. people Score yeah. to soccer goal with Well, I mean, I think it sounds like you're you're kind of used to being tough, right? Like you've been stabbed, like you've right. gone through all the stuff, <laughs> right? Like I think you've you've, yeah. you've built like a pain endurance. Maybe that's know? maybe that's my talent. Yeah, like surviving <laughs> near death <I> like <laughs> situations. <it. laughs> yeah, man. All right. Well. We are getting our mark that we, you know, we did hit our our time limit. I know it feels like we just got started. I know. But uh, I guess for probably to wrap it up, one thing that I would ask is maybe. You know, if someone's like in a difficult situation, we heard your story, you know, how you were able to overcome that, you know, you're doing awesome and you've got all these cool goals ahead of you. Thank like you. what, what type of encouragement would you, or what type of advice would you give that person? Um, just really that anybody can do it. Like I came from nothing, like yeah. literally nothing. Like we had issues keeping our utilities on, on a monthly basis. Yeah. You know? Um, all it takes is the right mindset. 
Okay. Once you dedicate yourself, um, it's all out there for you. Anybody can grab it. That's awesome. That's yeah. great advice. Man, I think you're doing great. Keep it up. And I hope that if you do go, you know, over broad, that you somehow <laughs> we still know where you're at. We're able to communicate with you. <laughs> no promises. All right. Cool. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the very talented Paul Lloyd on the Maverick Podcast. Keep grinding because in the dream, we trust. <laughs>